Ram Sita Ram Sita Ram Jai Jai Ram Hi, this is Carrie with a weekly astrology update from the Vedic astrology perspective for the week of November 6th through November 12th. So on Sunday, November 6th, we see the moon, which is waxing, moving into the sign of Aries. If you've been watching the sky the last few nights, you've seen the the waxing moon around the very bright Jupiter. Jupiter is right now in the sign of Pisces. So if you know the constellations by sight, you can see that that is in the sign of Pisces. And um, it's been retrograde. When a planet goes retrograde, it's hard to read because it's a little bit um, stronger, actually. And even we can see, if you've been looking in the sky, Jupiter is brighter right now. It's very bright. So it's been a beautiful Moon-Jupiter combination for the last few days. Um, So yes, on Sunday, Moon moves into Aries. Right now in Aries, we have the north node of the Moon, which is Rahu. And that's opposite to the sign of Libra, which has the south node of the moon, Ketu. Now that axis, those two planets, Rahu and Ketu, are always opposite to each other. And the way they travel through the zodiac, and we can't see them, they're invisible points. So when the, the only time we can see them is when an eclipse is occurring, and they are an eclipse-causing axis. So they move in backwards motion all the time that's that's the way it goes so we have rahu joining up with the moon on starting sunday but the exact opposition of of moon and sun which happens once per month is the moment of the full moon so every month the moon gets exactly opposite from the sun and that is the moment of the full moon when the moon joins up with the sun exactly at its degree, that's the new moon. So on October 25th, we had a new moon partial eclipse. So that was when the sun and moon joined up with Ketu in Libra. Two weeks later, we are having a full moon total lunar eclipse on November 7th and 8th. For most of us, it's, it's the 8th of November. Um, so that will be visible a little bit in the Americas. And so you can look at the timing of it is actually um, 8 a.m. on Tuesday morning UTC. UTC is like um, Greenwich time. Okay, so somewhere in, in Europe there. So if you live in the east coast of, uh, of America, for example, um, that, that eclipse is going to start a little bit after midnight. The total full, full moment of the eclipse would happen, let's say, for New York City um, around 3 or 4 in the morning. So you can look this up on the internet and find out if you can see it in your place. But the total eclipse will really be visible from the middle of the Pacific Ocean. So if you're in Hawaii, you'll be able to completely watch it if you want. Um, In Vedic astrology, eclipses are seen as um, dramatic events. And the idea is the sun and moon are the brightest lights and 
this Rahu-Ketu axis, the eclipse axis, are shadows that steal that light for just a minute. So we can take this literally or figuratively and realize that we're all going to be in a shadow for just a minute. When the moon is eclipsed, um, the moon represents the mind. How, how do we feel? What's going on in our mind? And just like the moon changes phase every day and changes signs all the time, that's like our mind. It's always kind of becoming active and becoming passive and changing and whirling around. So with this total lunar eclipse paired with the partial solar eclipse from the 25th, I feel like what's what this whole entire eclipse cycle has been, it feels like a big, like we're all running up on a barrier or a dam that's been there for a long time and the momentum is building and it's time to go over that barrier. And so you may have found that at the end of October, it was like part one of, wow, something finally um, broke that allows me to move forward. It helps me make a decision. It could have been that your, your heart was in it after that. And since the moon represents the mind, it could be that this second eclipse in the pairing from November 8th will, will help the mind follow along. Um, it could bring events that um, help you just decide once and for all to do or not do a thing and have the courage to move forward. The, this is happening, this lunar eclipse is happening when the moon is in Aries. The sign of Aries is ruled by Mars. Mars at the moment is also in a very liminal space. Mars is retrograde and preparing to retrograde back into the sign of Taurus uh, in a few days. The next week that'll happen. So if you're feeling like um, you've been waiting a long time or putting something off for a long time and it's inevitable and it's it may be time to go. It, it just may be time to start moving to make that final change of mind that needs to happen. Um, let go of excuses, make a plan, and start moving. So that's the big news for this week, is that eclipse on Tuesday. And so Monday and Tuesday, the moon will be in Aries, like the, the moon's getting ready for that event. And then on Wednesday and Thursday, the moon will be in the sign of Taurus, which is a great spot for the moon. Moon is exalted there. So even though the moon begins its waning phase exactly at the moment of the full moon, uh, it's still a pretty bright moon all this week. So take whatever information, thoughts, emotions that arise during the first half of this week and really sit with those things um, and let yourself have time to get used to new ideas, new plans, realize that the world is an unstable place and there's nothing secure. So we have to make our best decisions with the information that we have. So Wednesday and Thursday, the moon, moon looking good. It's by itself in the sign of Taurus should be a, a nice time to have perspective. 
on things like relationships and the new projects that may be causing anxiety or leaving behind things that cause guilt. You know, these are these are themes that may come come up this week. Um, Friday and Saturday, we're going to have the moon moving into the sign of Gemini. It's still waning. It'll be waning all the way until the new moon. And uh, in Gemini, the moon catches up with that very liminal Mars. Mars retrograde right at the doorway, leaving Gemini and going back into Taurus. So this moon and Mars are, are a good pair. They get each other. They're on the same team. So this may be sort of a, a pep talk time at the end of the week, Friday and Saturday, as uh, the moon and Mars are standing in the doorway of Gemini and looking at the, the data and deciding what is the most productive direction to move. So the other thing on Friday, um, we're going to have Venus moving out of Libra, its own sign, and into Scorpio, which is Mars's sign. And this is a setup. So next week, uh, we're going to have Mars moving back into Taurus, and that's going to put Mars and Venus into an exact opposition. We'll talk about that next week. Um, but Friday is when Venus actually exits Libra. And um, you could say that, that even though Venus does better in Libra than Scorpio, there was a lot going on there with, with the eclipse and with a very tight relationship with the sun. Venus was in combustion for a while, still is really, but has moved past the sun's degree and space is, is happening now. So if, if it's felt for the last month or so like I'm ready but I'm stuck, I'm ready but I'm stuck, this could be the week where you, where you feel you're flowing again. And slowly but surely, be careful with your new steps, but uh, it seems like it's time to, to move. So with that, I bid you adieu, and we'll talk next week. Have a good one. Jay, Jay Ram.